0: Today's episode of Making Podcasts Great Again is brought to you by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of CLNS Media Network. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog, and we are here, of course, with the President of the United States of Mar-a-Lago of America of 2024, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, how are you today?
2: Well, there's, uh, you know, now it's all the haters are coming out, all the people who think they can come for the Mega crown are starting to come out of their shells. And in some cases, like small game, Mike Pence, they're about to come out of their closet <laughs> and try to challenge me. And it's what the country needs, excuse me, powerfully adjusting in my seat. I, was, I had a lot of McDonald's today. So the, let's just say the depends, it's not a question anymore. It's, it's a certainty. <laughs> we don't call it a depends at this point in the day. We say, no, it's a certainty. They are full, full of, <laughs> Strong organic, you know, the left would like that, wouldn't they? It's full of organic fuel right now, <laughs> but uh, oh, no, they're all they're all we, we need unity. Remember, remember Queen Latifah, unity?
0: I do remember that song.
2: We need that, and by the way, I, I called her both a bitch and a hoe, so tough. <laughs> but the point is, we need unity in the Republican Party, we're facing a socialist, destructive, America-hating, child-grooming party, a nasty party. And we have Republicans who are like, well, maybe I can get my child. Maybe I'm, yeah, it's my turn. And it's like, no, no, you have to put the country first. And the best way to help the country is to shut the fuck up and get behind me.
0: That's only a good strategy.
2: Because nobody ever thought, not only is Sleepy Joe bad for the country, but if you don't elect me as the nominee for the Republican Party, I'll destroy the country. <laughs> I'll do it even faster. I can hate, save the country better than Sleepy Joe, but I can actually destroy it faster than Sleepy Joe if I want to. If I want to. I don't want to. But if all of a sudden you see uh, Mike Pence wins the nomination or Rhonda Suckass is running against Sleepy Joe, I will... Use some of the files that I uh, declassified and took to Mar-a-Lago and launch many weapons at our own cities, because, okay. so basically, if you want to save the country, there's one option.
0: Well, that's a that's, a, like that's a good campaign ad.
1: <laughs> Vote me, or I'll nuke you all. Nuclear, the real N word. Oh, gosh, Mr. President. Um, I know you wanted
0: to put this trial behind you, but uh, E. Jean Carroll is now suing you.
2: And I didn't even rape her a second time. (laughs) I thought they had double jeopardy. This was, you know, you say, Alex, I'll take it for 800. Uh, Even if I did do a rape, which I didn't, by the way, I didn't. I strongly didn't how can you sue me again for double rape? Wouldn't that be a crazy double mint gum commercial? Just me and E.T. Carroll phone home, just sort of going at it again at a, um, what's it called? Berg?
1: Bergdorf Goodman?
2: Yakov Smirnov. At a Yakov Smir- if we're at a Yakov Smirnov. and it, Well, but the point is she's suing me again because she's obviously a nasty radical left person. And she's saying... I, what is she saying? I defamed her again. First of all, nobody even knows who you are. So, how could I defame you? You never had any fame. And the second thing is for what? For going on national TV and calling her a sick, deranged, loser bitch and having all these people laugh at her? How is that defame? <laughs> defame. I want to live forever. You know that's that's what she wants. She wants she wants that kind of fame. But nope, not gonna get it. Never gonna get it. Never gonna get it. Never gonna get it. Whoa, 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 whoa!
0: <laughs> we should have maybe for um, a perfect ten episode, like a karaoke night over online. If I can, if I can figure out how to do that, uh,
2: I'd like to. I'd like to hear Michael C do some men at work. <laughs> yeah, I come from the land down under. <laughs> With a something something and the something plunder.
0: That could be a fun thing for perfect tens for uh, a live ep one for one month we can do uh, maybe during the summertime. Summertime.
2: Summer, summer, summer time. That was by the great black Will Smith before he did Black and Black Clowns. Um
0: something to think about.
2: I so, don't like to do F. thinking. I like to do, I like to do knowing. Okay. Did you just call her F. Jean Carroll?
0: Uh E. Jean Carroll. I'm sorry. I've oh, really been no, no,
2: no, no. Actually, that's that's even if it's by accident, tech stuff. I agree. We're <laughs> going to call her F. Jean Carroll from now on.
0: <laughs> um.
2: Which, if I did, it was total consent. I, I
0: know. I know you're going to probably tie the courts up so she will never see a dime of this uh, when she is living. I'm sure. If you do have to pay her. Now, you're talking about the competition that you have um, running for president. Excuse me.
2: Excuse me. Excuse me.
0: Isn't competition people competing against you? I'm not saying it's good competition.
2: No, no. Excuse me. There are people attempting to make fools of themselves while getting strongly dominated by me. That's not what we call a competition. Let me ask you a question. Okay. If you see uh, ten cops beating up a forty-two-pound homeless child, first of all, you okay. say good police. First of all, you say good police work. But after <laughs> that, do you call that a competition, or do you say, "Wow, that's a powerful law enforcement beatdown"? The powerful call- law
0: enforcement beatdown. Okay.
2: Down. So basically, when you have, it doesn't matter if you have one loser, six losers. 69
0: losers. 69 losers?
2: There you go. If It doesn't matter. If they're all getting 1%, 0.5%, it's not a competition. It's a slaughter. It's called slaughter. Fly to the Angels. Very strong early 90s song, by the way.
0: (laughs) I can't believe you're quoting slaughter songs. Now... A gentleman has thrown his hat. Into do you remember the
2: Cinderella? Do you remember Cinderella?
0: I do. I remember or, all those '80s bands, but I, I'll know the song once I hear the song. But if you tell do me, do you know
2: what to go? That guy had the worst voice. I went to a Cinderella concert. I took some European whore, and <laughs> I thought Cinderella was going to be like a hot, hot chick, and it was a screechy-voiced man. And I've never been so disappointed in my entire life. Anyway, that's. Strong music. Uh, You're asking about fake competition. We're calling it fake competition. Well, fake competition. Uh,
0: Tim Scott is running for president. Have you heard this?
2: Well, we like Tim Scott, but let me be honest with you. We need to make our country great again. And you ever heard the expression, great Scott? Yeah, I've heard it before. Well we call Tim Scott behind his back Well, we call him a few things behind his back, but one <laughs> of the safer words is not great Scott <laughs> which is also similar to the other names we say starts with an
0: N uh' even want to guess um so Tim Scott running for president and uh do you know who is endorsing him?
1: some black probably john thune is endorsing him he's a big uh, dog
2: well he's he's you know he's but he's he's a big dog in small pond you ever heard that phrase a big dog in a small pond
0: uh, i've heard a phrase like that I don't, I don't know the exact words but the idea uh, is
2: okay. well, you know, it translates differently but i think he's from one of the dakotas which of course we love christy from one of the Dakotas, because she's a she's a total milf. She's a real milf, that Christina. Of course, I like my gilf, uh Lauren Bubbert. But,
0: Have you spoken to her with the whole divorce proceedings?
2: Uh, I can't speak to her because her mouth is too full with strong presidents. <laughs> so, but we're getting along well, if, and I mean that in a respectful way. We're getting along very well. We're negotiating. We're talking. I'm healing her. You know, it's all, at, at one point I said, "Are you trying to get criminal justice reform?" I thought you were a strong conservative, <laughs> uh, and she didn't get that. You know, she didn't understand that. me And Kim Kardashian had, had a strong arrangement for yeah. criminal justice reform, <laughs> but uh, no, it's going, it's going well. It's uh... oh, but Who else was I talking about? Uh, Christine Nome. I... Oh, Thune. Thune. Yes. That Thune. Thune, Thune. Thune. He uh he's very weak uh he's a decent looking guy given him that, but he's from a, a state nobody cares about. He's got well, the Dakotas combined are like 19 people. So his endorsement okay, great. John Thune has officially said he will support Tim Scott. okay, there you go Tim yeah you, you just won a big vote in a state with four people.
0: Well isn't he like second to Mitch McConnell?
2: is, but you know okay I mean pro. that's
0: a, I think that's a big deal to have his support. I mean, I understand you don't get nervous about anything, but I think that's a that's a an important person politically. It's a good person to have on your side,
2: oh, sure, but we're talking about the Republican party here, tech stuff, as soon as they realize Tim Scott isn't a white guy from Scotland, <laughs> but uh you know, a giant chubby cheeked. African-American from South Carolina There's going to be a lot of people who sort of, you ever see Blazing Saddles?
0: Yes, I have. If if any woke person saw that today, they would uh, shit themselves.
2: Well, it's one of the greatest dramas I've ever seen. (laughs) And a very powerful lesson. So I, I agree with you. The woke would try to take that away, but it was a very, it was a very strong, dramatic film. Uh, about a a place not wanting to change, liking the way things were, and I feel like Tim Scott will probably be greeted by a lot of people when they see him, the way that nasty sheriff was greeted when he tried to take over a town with wokeness.
0: Do you think that film was snubbed for Oscar?
2: I think it was snubbed. I think it would obviously win a Truth Social Award today, but they weren't (laughs) ready. They weren't ready for, for the truth. The strong truth of that movie. Great movie, though. Blazing Saddles.
0: Now, also, uh, Mr. President, uh, Louisiana GOP Senator Bill Cassidy. You friends with him? Acquaintances? Know who
2: he is? Cassidy was, you know, at a a time he was uh, very good with the Partridge family. You know, they had some nice (laughs) songs, wholesome songs. I think I love you, but you are underage. And they say it's against the law, but not on Epstein Island. Dun, 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 dun. I think I love you, but they say that you're 15. And I never felt this way. Hey! Call me when you're legal because I don't want to go to the prison system because it's full of a black axe. Boom, 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 boom. But you remember him, the Cassidy with the Partridge family. But now he's become sort of one of these fake rhino Republicans. You know, he was one of the ones who voted to remove me from office after nothing, after a beautiful January 6th peaceful protest. So he's, we know that Bill Cassidy. You know, once he left the Partridge family and then he left the Trump MAGA party, he was over. It was done. Bye-bye. So if I lose him, he was already lost.
0: Well, he came out and he says that you can't win the general election. That's what he's telling your people.
2: Well, and he can't reunite with the Partridge family. And only one of <laughs> us is correct. So how about that? <laughs> By the way, that was. Uh... Strong I just bars. Well, sometimes I have to look at myself and say, We're Yankovich wishes he could do <laughs> some of the freestyle parody that I do. That was that was real top quality. Used to love the Partridge family. And uh now, you know, one of them becomes a senator and all of a sudden becomes a fake Republican. Very sad for our country and the Partridge family.
0: Well, Mr. President before we get to our next story, I want to talk about one of our awesome sponsors and that is FanDuel. Make a fast break to FanDuel during the NBA playoffs because right now new customers can get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. So there's, there's no loss there. I mean, um FanDuel I use um I The president uses great promotions every single day. It's safe and secure. You get paid instantly. Um, It's the best place to go to make all your online wagers. There's no better place. Bet all the playoff action um, than America's number one sports book, and that is FanDuel. Visit FanDuel.com slash Boston and get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's FanDuel.com slash Boston. FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the NBA. Go to FanDuel, put your bets in for the NBA playoffs, futures for the NFL, Um, best place to go to make your bets. Must be 21 and over in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 deposit required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at Fanduel.com/sportsbook. Fanduel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas State Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800 Gambler or visit Fanduel.com/RG. Um, in Colorado um iowa michigan new jersey ohio pennsylvania illinois tennessee virginia 1-800 next step or text next step to 53342 in arizona 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in connecticut 1-800-9 with it in indiana 1-800-522-4700 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. one 877 0 stop in Louisiana. Gambling Help line ma.org or call 1-800-327-5050 for 24 seven support in massachusetts visit www.mdgamblinghelp.org for maryland 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 in new york 1-800-522-4700 in wyoming or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in west
1: virginia now back to the show El presidente.
2: Yeah, Melania. <laughs> oh, it was, hello? Yes. We're back. Where are we?
0: Mr. President, I, we just we just did a read, but I, I who was are you? wondering.
2: Who
0: are you? Have you been watching Excuse yes.
2: Excuse me. Who who the hell are you?
1: Um Jay Nog. I've been here the whole time. What am I doing here? I just, what time is it? You just want to sleep for hours.
2: What year is it? Am I in the future? Am I president again? Yes. Okay. Well, let's go, person from the now, future. Miss
0: President, did you, you do you happen to I catch feel like any? I
2: have to contact somebody in West Virginia right now about something. <laughs> Not Wyoming, to you? <laughs> Oh, Wyoming sounds familiar too. Maybe both. Maybe it's W states. Interesting. <laughs>
0: Have you caught any of the NBA playoffs? It's been pretty crazy with an eight seed, possibly going to the NBA finals. Um, Have you been watching it at all?
2: I don't watch the NBA because it's woke, but I do know that uh, Roger Stone's wife uh, is a strong supporter of the NBA. You know, She parties with a lot of them. uh, So she likes to sort of say, she's a nice lady. She likes to support her her friends so she watches some of the games when she's visiting mar-a-lago but you know i was told that we have who's who's going to be in the do we know the finals yet
0: it's probably me miami heat versus denver nuggets
2: okay yeah no, they people say you know miami heat, florida well they're florida but there's oh i know why i don't like that first of all denver has this great big white guy we love him and uh i actually pointed to him and said to uh, melanoma I said isn't that your son isn't that Beetlejuice running up and down the court <laughs> and a big big guy very big and doing well Beating. he's you know what my nickname for what they call him Barton Jokic <laughs>
0: what's your nickname
2: I call him law enforcement because I've never seen somebody beat so many blacks <laughs> uh, and get praised for it so he's, we call him law enforcement in our house we love him Officer Jokic. <laughs> Officer Jokic, yes. <laughs> Privil- keep doing it. Keep doing it. And the best one is he's beating the crap out of woke LeBron. So we love that. Jokic. And uh, and he's also a tennis player, isn't he? Jokic, Different guys. I don't know. I mean, you can say that, but I'm pretty sure it's the same guy doing the tennis and the Novaks.
0: How about Jimmy Butler
1: crushing it for the heat?
2: Uh, you know what? I would like to support the Miami team. I would like to. But Jimmy Butler, this is a guy that is a very angry looking black, sort of looks like Jamie Foxx on his period. <laughs> and he's, he's he's talented. We're not going to, excuse me, we're not going to take away the talent. Okay. The left would do that. The left would lie about talent. I won't lie. I see, I see, I see that he's got talent. You know, I don't watch the, you know, the NBA. I, I, I'll flip channels and catch maybe. 45 to 48 minutes of of a game, but other than that, not much. But I remember Jimmy Butler, he's a, you know, with a name like that, actually, I ran into him in Florida, and I said, oh, there, Jimmy, and he said, yes, and I said, you know, you you haven't cleaned anything at (laughs) Mar-a-Lago, and I'm a nice boss, but I'm I'm not a stupid boss, You're walking around Jimmy the butler and you're not doing a goddamn thing. And he said, what did you say to me? And I said, don't you talk to me like that I'll fire ass so quick your head would spin. (laughs) And, you know, fortunately, my security was there to to get in the way because he became very angry and was like, you offended me, sir. And I go, I hire you to do a job, Jimmy the butler. I hire you to clean the toilets and wait on me and feed me food. And I pay you an honest wage of four fifty an hour, with no benefits because you got to earn those. And then you turn around and get nasty with me. So I prefer to root for the big white who has never been nasty to me. Uh, Barton Djokovic on the uh, on the Denver nugget, nugget, Nuggets. Whoa, that was almost a slip. Denver <laughs> Nuggets. Kids, nuggets, that's a you. That is a you. You got to say it very, very carefully with the language. And Jimmy Butler is a nasty person and not nice. And so we don't root for them. Bye-bye.
0: Mr. President, we have a a few more stories before we get to them. I just want to talk to you about uh, another one of our great sponsors. And that is...
2: I'm going to talk about this sponsor very quickly before you even get into the official read. They call it a read. Yes. And it's fundamental, by the way. But I will tell you this. I posted some pictures to our strong Twitter. You know, we have a secret Twitter. Mm -hmm. They kicked me off, but through the show, we still have a strong Twitter presence. And by the way, if I can take this moment to tell everybody, if you follow us on any social media, truth social, Facebook, Twitter, even though they're nasty, we need you this week, just this week, just as a sort of social media check-in, Go like a post or two or share a post, whether it's Facebook or Twitter go click because they need it's called the engagement and so even though you're listening to this, the more of you that just engage give a like or a share or a retweet they call it um, it helps the show it helps reach the show and it costs you nothing. so this week we want to see the clicks very big clicks on Facebook so if you follow the show on Facebook, when we post we usually post two to three times on Facebook and a few times on Twitter, like share retweet a lot of activity this week. Okay. Wednesday and Thursday, especially. So very helpful. But, but if you saw our shows doing so strongly, I was walking through New York dodging the homeless people and you should see the rocket money signs. You never saw rocket money signs until I started sponsoring the show and now you see rocket money everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a, there's like a section of Penn Station. It's like the Rocket Money wing of Penn Station. I'm like, <laughs> this is true. I put a picture of one of the billboards or one of the posters. So Rocket Money is, you're going to tell them about it. It's kind of a nice subscription, but there's a lot more. That's like the entry to Rocket Money. They'll help yes. you with a lot, but you can tell them about sort of the first line of defense. But then there's a lot more they do. Very strong sponsor. and well, they, they should be thanking us for how well they're doing there.
0: Well, the president loves this company, and you will too. Are you wasting money on subscriptions? 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about. Maybe for you, it's an unused Amazon Prime account or a Hulu account that never gets streamed. There's this great app. I use it. I started using it at the end of last year. Helped me track all my expenses. And because of it, I no longer waste money on subscriptions I don't even use. You might have heard of it. It is called Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill. Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they spend around $80 a month on subscriptions when the actual total is closer to $200 or more. That's right. You could be wasting hundreds of dollars each month on subscriptions you don't even know about. There's this app. I love using it. It takes care of it for me. It's called Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill. I started using them during the holiday times, and I have not gone back because they are awesome. The app shows all your subscriptions in one place and then cancels for you whatever you don't still want. Rocket Money can even find subscriptions you don't even know you were paying for. You may even find out you've been double charged for subscriptions to cancel. All you have to do is just press cancel and it cancels your subscription for you. No emails, no phone calls, no forms to fill out. Rocket Money takes care of the rest. So to cancel a subscription, all you have to do is press cancel and Rocket Money takes care of the rest for you. It's awesome. Get rid of useless subscriptions with Rocket Money now. Go to rocketmoney.com MPGA. Seriously, it can save you hundreds per year. That's rocketmoney.com MPGA. Cancel your unnecessary subscriptions right now at rocketmoney.com slash MPGA. Also, if you are around on May 31st, we are doing a live episode for our Perfect 10 Patreon Patriots at 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. Join the Patreon, patreon.com slash mpga. Also, there are three different levels. There are hundreds of hours to binge so much content. And if not, just leave us a review on iTunes. Or on our YouTube page. Again, it's slash mpga. Back to the show. Mr. President, you are your nemesis from Florida, Ron DeSantis, or Ron DeSuckass. My my
2: nemesis from another genesis.
0: (laughs) Your nemesis from another genesis, Ron DeSantis says he is the only one that he can seems defeat... He
2: have that awful touch, yeah? He talks shit, but then he loses to me.
1: <laughs> well, he did say that he's the only one who can beat Biden. What are your thoughts you know, on this? Like, Those are fighting words right there.
2: Well, you know what? We're in different weight classes of weight, and height, and talent, most importantly. Uh, he's in the featherweight dumbfuck division <laughs> of the MMA and I'm the heavyweight genius. So we just can't even, we don't even match up. It would be a slaughter and it will be a slaughter once he jumps into this race, race with his white fuck me boots. But the that point is, is, we were talking about a great sponsor Fanduel, before and our sports analogy is very effective here. When a team loses, you know how a team will like, oh, we lost to the, uh Chicago Bulls with Michael Jordan. And then the Bulls won the title. Well, in a way, we like the second best team because we lost to the Bulls. Well, no, you lost to the Bulls horribly because you're a piece of shit. You wouldn't have blo- you would have lost to a lot of teams. He's ne- we're never going to see him face Sleepy Joe. So he's putting out these fantasy situations. Oh, I would have I would have beaten Abraham Lincoln, uh, Frederick Roosevelt, or whatever his name was, Frederick Douglass in the World War II. Would have had no chance against Ronda suckass. Now you're gonna to lose to me. And if you if if you steal the election and we don't peacefully protest, I think Sleepy Joe will walk all over him because at least Sleepy Joe, he's old and he's sleepy, but he's not fat and dumpy and short. So Ronda Suckass is gonna learn very quickly. I think even Tom, Tom Scott will will finish ahead of him. <laughs> With
1: with
2: with Nick Foon. <laughs> I thought the tech stuff guy might get that reference.
1: Uh
0: I mean all these names are wrong. I mean, Tim Scott, you don't think he has a prayer, you don't think the Santa's a verse all of them are just going to get crushed by you. Is that what you're saying?
2: That is correct.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, most most likely. Do you think any of them will want to debate with you? Or didn't you say that you will not be debating? Is that true?
2: Uh, it's a little it's a little beneath me, to be honest. I think it's a little beneath me to debate these losers because it's showing it's showing a lot of disrespect to the greatest Republican we've ever had. I'm still in my prime. You know, this is like this would be like the Patriots. Remember when the Patriots got rid of Tom Brady? Yes, I did. And, and then what happened the next year, Tech stuff?
0: Um, They drafted a new quarterback, Mac Jones, uh, but they didn't didn't do very well.
2: But who did do well that year?
0: Um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won a Super Bowl with Tom Brady.
2: Well, there you go. Thank you for taking the very long way to the answer I was looking for. A nice scenic view. Look at the... Look at the fields and you see the ocean view on the way to the right answer. I was oh, Just, just show the impact
0: of Tom Brady on losing him and then gaining him.
2: Well, there you go. Oh, thank you. Thank you for doing that. And it's. Uh,
1: I think they're showing, you know, they're showing me
2: that same sort of disrespect where it's like. I'm in my prime. I've won two elections. One was stolen. Why would you go
1: away from somebody who's won two elections, two for two?
2: Nobody's going to peacefully protest if Nikki Haley loses. But they'll peacefully protest the whole country into oblivion if I lose.
1: Well, you've been involved
0: in many uh, cases, still are involved in in some cases. Uh, We haven't heard about January 6th in a while, but... Um, with your uh, classified document case, one of your lawyers quit. Did you hear about that? Because they said that uh, Boris Epstein is being dishonest.
1: Well, you know what they say?
2: If you can't stand the heat and go back to Mexico, you dirty <laughs> immigrant cook. You ever heard that phrase?
0: <laughs> I've never heard that phrase before.
2: Well, that's a, it's a it's a common phrase. You know, people say, if you can't stand the heat, you know, and they don't, They often be, get woke and politically correct, and they don't say the second, oh, if you can't stand the heat, as if, you know, people know the other part, but I like to say the full phrase. <laughs> if you can't stand the heat, get out of the kitchen, go back to Mexico, you dirty Mexican immigrant cook. <laughs> um, but the... Who are we talking about
1: uh, uh, your lawyer
0: quitting oh and, uh, no. Boris yes. Epstein
2: yeah, Boris Epstein is a talented guy, very truthful, but very very loyal and very they call it zealously representing your client. It's called zeal, okay, You have to be excited and strong and emotional. And some of these other lawyers, yeah, they come from, they sit there in their suits and they want everything to be very gentlemanly. And yes, we will argue the law and I will call the judge, sir, and I won't uh, steal evidence and I won't do perjury and I won't bribe people. And that's sort of that old fancy type of law, whereas Boris Epstein is getting the gutter put a gun in your mother's mouth and say, you're not going <laughs> to testify or else this happens. And that's the kind of lawyer we need in a tough America, a strong America. So whoever the hell the lawyer is that quit, goodbye. Don't need you. We've got Sidney Powell. We've got Boris Epstein. Um, we've got a vial. We've still got a vial of Roy Cohn's AIDS blood that we can throw <laughs> in the face of, uh, of a witness to get them off the stand. So we are, we've got a great legal team, great legal team.
0: So only lawyers who uphold the oath and, like, uh, really have true uh, American ethics and values.
2: They've got to have truth social values.
1: (laughs) Do Do you
0: find it strange how Boris Epstein spells Epstein? I mean, if there's any way to spell an Epstein to keep yourself away from Epstein Island, that's the way to spell your name is Epstein.
2: Uh, well, you know, he just he didn't want to be confused with such a great talent like Sir Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> so he, and that's just another sign of respect. That's another sign of respect. So he spells it Epstein. to the human.
1: It's
0: very strange. But whatever works for Boris.
1: And Natasha, by the way. Yeah. And Natasha. Don't forget Natasha. <laughs> OK.
0: Now, Mr. President, um, a a great American football player died. He was also, I think, one of the best lacrosse players to ever play the game. Uh, A Long Island guy in New York, Jim Brown
1: passed away. Jim Brown.
2: Who the hell is that? Uh,
1: Football player.
0: Oh, I uh, did some I know. acting. I think he, yes. I
2: was in the Dirty Dozen, which was about eleven people doing a strong uh, thing, and he was. Uh, he visited me. Did you know that? He visited me know. at Trump Tower with with Kanye. How this did that true. go? How
1: did
2: that uh, go with Jim good. Brown? Uh, it was uh, very good. It was in 2018. We met very strongly and. We bonded up because even though Jim Brown was a little bit woke, um, you know, he met with, with, with Kanye and, and myself and he was, I wanted to advance certain issues. And then we just, we shared our common uh, disrespect for women, because as you know, I've been accused of doing certain things and Jim Brown and you said, seen this guy, Jim Brown was six two two thirty. 30. Now I'm six, thirty seven, 237 So I'm obviously a little bit bigger, a little stronger than him, but yes. I wouldn't, I'm a big, strong man, and I wouldn't want to get hit with him. And boy, oh, boy, this guy, he could hit a lineman, he could hit a woman. And I think in a way that showed he was the strongest feminist. I would even call that a title, the strongest feminist, because what's more feminist than saying you're so equal that you can take one right in the jaw from Jim Brown, one of the great football players, one of the great blacks? And I like the fact that he could... I made a statement on this when he passed away. I like the fact that he could play for the Browns, and his name was Jim Brown, because today, would you imagine that? He went to the NFL, and they said, oh, Brown players go to the Cleveland Browns. They'd be saying, oh, that's unfair. That's racist. That's segregation. No, it just makes sense. It just makes sense. Like, if you had all the Native Americans, and they had to play for the Chiefs, (laughs) and all people who were assless chaps like Mike Pence had to play for the Cowboys and every bird had to go play for the Eagles and every horse played for the Broncos and every uh every 69 er had to play in San Francisco. You know just <laughs> just it's called sense. It's called sense and it's do you words. have to play for the
0: Giants as you're such a giant man?
2: Well, I'd I'd probably play eight games for the Giants and eight games for the Jets because I have very powerful, strong Jets. So even though I'm not not a Jet, I have so many Jets that I'm very closely associated with all my Jets. Uh, Mike Pence would probably play for the, well, I don't do the Houston Oilers anymore. I'd also play, I could play for the Tennessee Titans. That's true. I think actually, you know what? Titan is better than a giant, so I think I'd probably just say I go the Titan. You know, it's a it's a Trump state. I would say I'm I'm Trump, and I'm reporting to play quarterback for the Tennessee Titans. I Who know, would I Pence play for? Sense.
1: The Packers. I don't get it. <laughs> Never mind.
2: Uh, he could play for the Packers. He would he would he what would, he, would, he would be probably a Bears fan, though. He'd be rooting for the <laughs> Bears and playing for the Packers. Um who else? What other team? Well, there's a lot of teams. There's a lot of teams, and and yes, that's he's uh you know, but we don't like to it. Mike Pence couldn't play in the football the way I do. But the point is, me and Jim Brown, it was just big, strong, feminist game recognizing big strong <laughs> feminist game. And uh you know, he was. I was saying, you know, I prefer to grab them by the pussy. And he said, "Oh, I prefer to, you know, punch it in the mouth, pussy." <laughs> Rest in power, Jim Brown. Rest in power. <laughs> a lot of respect. Great meeting at Trump with Kanye. We had great. You can, as you can imagine, we had a great discussion between uh, feminist Jim Brown. Uh, Jewish ally, Kanye West, and a uh, great president, Donald J. Trump. That was a lot of talent and a lot of greatness <laughs> in one room.
0: That is a lot of talent. I mean, that's uh, right there, the starting lineup of the Tennessee Titans right there.
2: Well, there you go. Rest in power, Jim Brown. You will be missed. But he never oh. missed. That right Mr. hook Bre- always connected.
0: Has <laughs> <laughs> somebody told you?
2: showed me videotape
0: i didn't know he had him on video it's amazing
2: not all of them some of them were before video but you know he was still a strong guy in like his 60s when they had video so they never show that in nfl film's greatest hits you know it's always tackles <laughs> and like what about jim brown
0: you want to see jim brown's greatest hits but uh, no football footage
2: <laughs> well no you can no you show you show me the football footage and then also show me the strong a strong, strong strength. Uh, but no, we, we respect him. He was, uh, he was even when he got woke, he was the right kind of woke, you know, when, the, when there was real racism, not like when there's no racism now, back in his right. day, there really was, there was real racism. And I remember actually he came to New York looking for an apartment and, uh, the great Fred Trump, uh, you know, yelled at him to get the hell off his property. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he said because there's there's people here who won't like you. He wouldn't mean himself, he just meant some of the tenants like So <laughs> he was really protecting. He was protecting Jim Brown. And he was even keeping it anonymous because he said, Get out of here, you you black Jimmy. And <laughs> and it was, so he was so he's like making the name different. You see what I mean? Like he was saying protecting it. The like great right Fred Trump. It was almost like Schindler for blacks. <laughs> you know, like he was keeping them safe. By by st- calling him the wrong name, telling him not to stay in his building. He was sort of guiding him to a safer place. So uh, you know, it would have been nice if if Jim Brown could have thanked Fred Trump, you know, during our meeting, but he didn't, but that's okay. He called me maybe, saying, he's, thanking, so, him. maybe
0: he's thanking him now in heaven together.
2: Uh Jim Brown might have to wait a little bit to get to heaven, <laughs> to be honest. I don't know if he's Epstein, Roy Hollander. Uh, Fred Trump level of gotcha. like express. He might be taking the local route to heaven as opposed to the express.
0: <laughs> well, Mr. President, thank you uh once again joining us another week. Um, an episode today. To I'm live.
2: calling it right now. This is a this is a this is a potential this is a potential epi. uh I, I can tell President Alex iPhone G. There's gonna be marking down songs and bars and clips and we're very proud of this. I'm very proud of this one. I think this is a good That's one. Good. Now, if That's people good. agree, before you do your whole thing, go on Apple Tunes, Apple Podcasts, and give us five stars. Okay. These people, they don't they're trickling in. There should be a tsunami, a tsunami of five star reviews if you like the podcast. That's the freest. It's we we appreciate freedom. Well, the freest thing you can do. It was five stars on Apple tunes.
0: You heard him go to the Apple iTunes five-star review. Join the Patreon also. Why not go for it. patreon.com slash MPGA live episode, uh, May 31st, 8 30 PM Eastern time. And, uh, I think a future karaoke with the president is definitely, uh, going to be put on the calendar as long as I can figure out how to do it. So um, go check me out on social media at J I'll actually be in the city, New York city this Saturday at a uh, gaff East. I think it's on like 87th and second doing a show over there and um, dates for the summer coming soon. And um Ms. president. The floor is yours.
2: Thank you very much. Uh, well, we've got strong rallies and Hey everybody. It was actually me the whole time. It's JL. Thank you for listening. I mean it support like use our sponsors if you can, if you can rocket money is like actually legit. And it's just like a tipping point like that. That's the entryway The subscribe, like the the subscriptions thing is just like that's how they get you in. But it's like a it is it's a good app. Um, Obviously, if you gamble FanDuel, if you don't um, gamble anyway, Uh, and then shows for me. I have a show, it's going up on my website tonight. So by the time most of you hear this, it will be on my website. But I'm in Rutherford, New Jersey, this Saturday, May 27th at the Williams Center. Info will be up on my website like tonight or tomorrow. So by Wednesday, info for the show. But it'll be a fun stand-up show there. Rutherford, New Jersey, Williams Center, Saturday, May 27th. Uh, Trend Cafe in Montclair, New Jersey, very close to where I live. So it'll be I can walk to this gig with the Stone and Stone twins. Um, It's their show. They were on Last Comic Standing, so that'd be a fun little local show. Ticket link is on my website. Um, And beyond that, uh, I have my Patreon. Uh, Righteous Prick podcast is uh, ending this week, but that's because it's getting rebranded and and reproduced, and it's going to be a kind of a little bit of a different thing. So it's. A couple of weeks off before it completely gets a a rebrand, most likely title, Rain on Your Parade with J.L. Covan. (laughs) Tech Stuff is smiling at that, so I guess we picked correctly. Um, And beyond that, Tallboy will be out in June sometime. That's my second special, which will now become my first. We dare not speak about my first special because we've had such a good episode so let's just not talk about it the first note no, it no should be like the wu-tang backwards. album the
0: last wu-tang album where you sell only one copy that's how it should be. <laughs>
2: um, it's an nft to some pharma douche yeah. Um, but yeah it's uh you know half blackface will be out some point sometime somewhere but at least tall boy is filling the gap uh quickly so a lot of video. I'm sorry to keep rambling, but I actually have a lot of videos coming out this week. I, I just did a TikTok tock uh, introducing my Ron DeSantis. Um, a Mitch McConnell video is up right now. And then I have a big Ron DeSantis announcement video complete with white fuck me boots that I just filmed today. So that'll be going up this week. So a lot of stuff. So just check on my YouTube, check on my podcast, my Patreon, etc., etc. Give this show five stars on Apple for God's sakes. It's the easiest thing to do, and it helps us Um, join the Patreon if you've never done it. it. There's never a bad time to do it, but, you know, it is some of the best stuff we've done. If you like this show, it's worth at least trying. And besides that, nothing else to say. I've rambled on long enough. God help us all. Today's
0: episode of Making Podcasts Great Again is brought to you by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of CLNS Media Network.